These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome back to Three Shots In. I'm Jess. I'm Jake. This is episode 21. 21. And today we're talking about tubes. Tubes. Fallopian tubes. Uh, Sperm tubes or something. Sperm tubes? Yeah. What are they called? Like tubes with sperm in them? Like testes. Testy tubes. You're not just thinking of penises? No. Don't they have tubes? Probably. I don't know. Also, you know. Maybe you call a penis a tube, like, because it kind of looks like a test tube. You know, it's long and skinny. Looks like a tube. Um, the Brit, the Brits, they call the subway. The, the subway tube. is called a tube. The tube. There's also Subway Sandwich Store that has. People, do you think people call that tube? Tube-shaped sandwiches. Do you think? Do you think it's a thing? You think the the Brits say like, "Oh, I'm about to go get a tube." I don't know. Maybe they hmm. say a lot of weird stuff. They do. You do say a lot of weird stuff. They do. They say a lot of weird stuff, like king and queen. (laughs) 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 Boo. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, thank you all for joining us today and listening or watching this podcast. Um, But an even bigger thank you uh, to our patrons. They're they're better than you, unless you are a patron, of course. We do love that. We do love our patrons. They mean the world to us. Don't worry, patrons. There hasn't been a whole lot of activity on Patreon in the past couple of weeks, but we haven't forgot about you, worry not. No, we've been very busy with our lives. Mm-hmm. One of us was going to a Renaissance fair. I did. That was me. Yep. One of us was involved in a very stressful wedding. Yes. So, but you know what? Good times. Good times. All the all <laughs> the, all those other times are gone. We're on to good times now. Yes. Uh, shots tonight. Shots. Well. We had a few shots um, of wholesome conversation. We did. We did have that. Um, We shot back some fried pickles. We did. We did. We did that. Yeah. Uh, I tried a new cocktail. We gave that a shot. Yep. It was bad. Poured that one right down down the sink. Went right down the drain. (laughs) It was bad. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But instead, you made these wonderful drinks. They were so wonderful that I... Done with oh, yeah, I'm nearly done. It was, um, do you guys remember Agua Fresca? I feel like it used to be really popular. Maybe not so much now, but I, I found that they sell like powder you can put in your water and stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I was done with my drink and I, I brought some some pocket Coronas. Mm-hmm. Corona Extra? Crack open. What's that mean? Extra? What? Is it like Diet Corona? No, I think they're always just extra. There is no regular Corona. It says extra on all of them? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong. I guess I don't really know. I really don't drink Corona all that often. I only have it because, like I said, I was at a wedding. 
and they had a lot of leftover beer. And me being the best man at this wedding, they were like, hey, for a thanks, you get all of the beer. All the booze. So I have like about 100 cans of beer in my house. <laughs> I, I brought, mean, that's really good news for you. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I also got like a, a handle of Kettle One Vodka and a handle of Jack Daniels. I don't drink either. So they're just there. Kettle One Vodka is supposed to be really good. Uh, you didn't like it? It's vodka. I don't know. Maybe just bring it over. I don't love vodka. You know, I'd rather just mix it with stuff. And if I'm going to mix it, might as well buy the pop-off, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're going to have to start um, incorporating uh, drink recipes. The ones that the liquor companies suggest on their websites and reviewing them. Because oh, then our be liquor can be a tax write-off. Uh, it already is. <laughs> At least that's what my taxes said. Oh, I wrote off a lot of shit, dude. <laughs> like I will never, I would never do anything shystery on my taxes. Obviously. But if I would have, I would have been very happy with my tax return this year. <laughs> and I was, I was pretty happy with it. So <laughs> what a coincidence. I know it's kind of weird, kind of weird uh, updates. You got any, got anything you want to want to update anyone about? Oh, so YouTube, you guys. Some of you reached out, and by some of you, I mean I mean one of you reached out to my face um, with uninvited critique, and his name rhymes with Sneejay. Ah, uh, sounds like a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. I felt very threatened. Mm-hmm. I I still feel unsafe, to be honest. Um, but yeah, uh, we keep talking about videos being on YouTube, and they're not there because um, I am slow and dumb, but. They're going to be. They're just not going to look the way I want, but I'm sure they'll be fine. Also, uh, I figured out how to make something that took me like hours and hours take a few minutes because AI exists. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So I do love AI. They will be up there very soon now. Um, and they're just they're going to be lagging behind a little bit because it takes me longer to edit the video. I know how to edit audio now, but videos still new. So, yeah, there's going to be a little bit of a delay probably for a while. But that just means as soon as you figure out, you know, the the whole method to everything, you can just pump out like we have all these backup, you know, you can just pump them all out pretty quickly. Yep. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yep. Uh, I don't have anything that I am allowed to share. I do have a pretty big update, but we will be waiting on on more information to come. I don't want to give just like a little half of an update, you know, mm-hmm. I want to wait until I got the full update. Well, I know you guys were house hunting. Oh, okay. I can update you on that. We got a townhouse. So uh, we actually signed the lease for it yesterday. So we signed the lease, got everything done, and we are officially moving in June 1st. Tight. But like we also have the rent for our apartment until like our, our lease isn't up there until July 1st. So which means that, you know, it sucks for June. We're paying like double rent. But oh, but you get to take your time. I was like, but that means that we get to move super slow and super casual. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. That's the way to do it. If you can, if you can make that happen. Yeah. That is, that is the plan. Like 10, just pack up bins mm-hmm. and then we move like a couple of pieces of furniture, move it over there, empty the bins right where it belongs into the furniture, take back all the empty bins right. and use that the next day. 
don't need to get all these boxes and tape and fucking mm-hmm. labeling shit. I hate all that. Right. Hate it all. You got some big furniture in there too, which means you can space that out. Yes. It doesn't have to all be on one day. Yes. Well, when it comes to the, the, like the items that I can't move myself, like I need someone else, there's probably only like 12 things. Mm-hmm. So that should be pretty simple because a lot of the other stuff can be broken down pretty quickly and then just reassembled. Is the townhouse one of those that is like, it's like on the first floor and then you have a second floor? Yes. So there's a, you know, garage, big, like living room, dining room, kitchen, all just kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then upstairs, three bedrooms. There's two full bathrooms upstairs, a half bath downstairs. So we have unofficial poop room. So it's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's the place where you make guests go. It's also where everyone shits. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it kind of like our uh, place in Canyon country we lived in for a little bit? Yes. Smaller, but yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Get a little more space, Mm -hmm. you know, when Danny pisses me off, you know, I can banish her to the bedroom or, or downstairs or whatever, you know, I can kick her out. Mm-hmm. So cool. That'd be nice. You know, we got space. Cause before, I mean, it was like, Oh, I'm so mad at you. And like, go and just sit on, <laughs> sit, sit like across the room from the other person. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Or like, Oh, I'm going to go take a shower because I'm so mad at you. And then while you're showering, you know, you hear the knock on the door, come in like, I got a piss or whatever. That's how Danny talks. when she's mad. Her, kind of, her very manly. Deepens. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, I got a piss, bro. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm excited that that is, will be over mm-hmm. and we'll actually have a garage that we can utilize, which is nice. That's always nice. Extra um, storage space. Yeah. Cause we don't have a garage right now. Is it so. a one car garage? It's a one car, but it's kind of deep. Deep. Yeah. Deep. Like you can only fit one car, but like if you had two smaller cars, you could probably squeeze them in. Mm-hmm. So it's not like crazy deep. Not like yours was. And that, that creepy little mm-hmm. it was, shithole apartment you were in. It was also Kenyan country, uh-huh. just a different area. You the, had the bad a, area. a one car garage that you <laughs> could fit arguably four cars in. You could probably put, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe not, not a limousine. Yes. Well, you couldn't, you couldn't, it wasn't you that couldn't actually get it in there, but you could. Oh my God, it was. Jessica, you could park no. three cars in there. Easily. No. And if you cramped it, you can get a fourth. It wasn't that long. It was long. It was huge. (laughs) Jessica, come on. It was a well endowed garage. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that one was that one was very funny. Uh, That one challenged my depth perception like crazy. Like, I don't know how I didn't scrape up the walls. I remember getting in your car once and you were going to drive us somewhere and you backing out of that garage was so stressful. Like you kept turning your wheels and I was like, oh my God, what are you doing? Stop turning your wheels. Just go straight back. And you're like, <laughs> and, like and then you get too close to this side. And you go back. It scared me. <laughs> and then you're pulling forward and like adjusting. I got bad eyes. Okay. It was so bad. <laughs> this one here, our driveway here, fucks me up because it's got that crazy incline. Oh, yeah. And we have the Malibu, a Chevy Malibu that I don't know why they designed them to have bumpers like three inches off the ground, but they did. Yep. You it's, know, I scraped the front bumper, the front corner of the bumper off the first time I pulled out of it. Yeah. 
I did it. I mean, my when I had my Ford, yeah. Um, you know, you have like a an under guard that like is a specific like a splash like a rain, guard or something. Rain like guard, that. yeah. Yeah, that's gone. I don't oh, know yeah, where that no, is. Ours is fucking shredded. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where it is. <laughs> I just know it's gone. I remember hearing like a loud like one day when I was driving. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then I heard I was driving on the freeway and I kept hearing like, and I was like, what is that sound? And then and I was like, oh, and. I was like, oh, oops, something happened, you know, whatever. And then I get home and I was like, oh, I wonder if that was that splash guard or something. And I look, it's gone. And like, you can see where it was bolted in. Those, those parts right are out. attached, but it's just ripped, ripped. And I was like, oh man, I left that on fucking the five freeway somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Tis what it is. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. anyway. Is that literary? No, because so, it right? wasn't, in, it's not intentional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an accidental thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, shall we spin the wheel? We shall. Why don't you do the honors? You know what? I will. Um, here we go. It's a beautiful spin, Jacob. Thank you. You did a great job. Thank you. I usually do a pretty great job. I feel like my spins are pretty consistent. I think so. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just because you've got, you know, you've got the strong forearms. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, honestly, it's more of the, it's more my shoulder. You know, it's more my shoulders. All right. You know, mm -hmm. I've been I've been working out. I can do like half a pull up, you know. Cool. Yeah. That's mainly because I haven't been working out at all. And the last time I tried, I got about halfway. <laughs> and so that's where I can that's what I can achieve right now. Right. I just blocked your face with my camera. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Sorry. <okay. laughs> anyway. If you could clone anything or anyone, who slash what would it be? And so I'm assuming, right, this is the tube episode. They're saying you're like, you're cloning shit in like tubes. Test tubes. Yeah. Test tube babies. And so you're cloning it and I'm imagining you can do whatever you want with it. Okay. Maybe not so much like, like with a remote control or like, you know, nothing like that, but more like, you know, if you're making a person you're cloning a person who knows nothing but you and you can kind of just tell it what to do and it will do like Frankenstein. Like you're raising it from a baby. Well, I mean, you're cloning. I mean, you're, you're making it. I don't imagine that if I'm cloning, I don't know, oh. uh, Jack Black, that it's going to have Jack Black's memories. That I don't answer? know how that works. You're going to clone a little Jack Black for yourself. No, I'm not going to clone Jack. Oh, that would be a good idea though. Cause then I can just go on like chat GBT and be like, write a funny song about like, Corona extra and tits on the beaches of Cancun, you know, and then just give it to my clone Jack Black and be like, produce it, son. Like make that happen. That, that would be a pretty great cool, answer. Yeah. Oh my God. Is that my answer now? I think it is. I think so. Cool. This is just to achieve one song. No. Are you kidding me? Every time I have an idea, I just chat GBT and give it to him. So he makes a song. Yeah. Okay. Eventually I'll have like albums multiple albums right right okay and then i'll wait for the real jack black to like accidentally die in like some tragic accident or something mm -hmm. um and then my clone will replace him mm -hmm. yeah see i almost said myself i don't want to clone myself yeah no i feel like we would fight over stuff yeah i mean like look dude like i don't like me enough as it is why do i want two of me no, I'm with you on that you know, one. But for I don't, me, I don't like looking at myself. Same. Why do I want to look at myself all the time? No, I, I'm with you. You know, like there's already one of you. I don't want to see two of you. 
that okay. kind of thing. I was meaning more of like a self thing. Not uh, like a not like a you oh. seeing thing. Okay. You know? Yeah, I just I, I feel like the two of us would get into fights over Terry all the time. Probably. And like which one of us does the kids love more? That kind of stuff. Why are you wearing my sweater? I wanted to wear that sweater today. Mm-hmm. Why are you wearing my cat socks? I love the cat socks. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. you definitely fight over that. Yeah, we'd beat the shit out of each other. Mm-hmm. Which probably would be fun for Terry for a little bit, like, but probably just get on your hind legs and just like my, buck, just buck at each other. Mm. Why are you moving like this? Is that what you think bucking looks like? No, I know bucking is with your back legs, You're like, but I didn't know what you the had front... your fingers out and your nails like you were clawing. Oh no, I was trying to make the the sh- like how large my hoof would be if I was a horse. These are hooves. That's just how large my hoof would be. Your hoof? If I was a horse like you, and I'm clone. not a horse. Neither would my clone be. I'm just saying, you know, you just front buck at each other. (laughs) (laughs) Front buck. Yeah. Bam. Um, You just just get those fights mm. out of the way. Plus, then you have to worry about, like, she's not going to be potty trained. So your Jess clone is just going to be dropping turds everywhere she goes. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I wouldn't clone myself is the moral of the story. Not going to do that. Immediately, I realized that was a bad idea. Yeah, that's pretty bad. But maybe I would clone. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'd clone Alan Rickman. <gasps> Bring so him that back. he could come back as Hans Gruber and make the best. No. Di- so that he can come back as Snape in the new Harry Potter TV show. Well, no, of course that. But Hans Gruber as well. That'd be awesome. I'm really scared. So obviously the show is not going to be great, you know, but it might be, it might be fun and interesting and they, you know, they're going to get more information in there. Yeah. But I'm really scared about the casting. I'm terrified about it. They're probably going to pick a bunch of no names for the sake of it. Maybe, but I'm thinking more so like they should cast, um, uh, what's his name? Kylo Ren. Mm. Adam driver. He should be Snape. Severus Snape. If he, if he works on his, his English accent, he looks ex- fucking exactly like him. He could do it. He could rock that. Mm-hmm. Everyone would be happy with it. Right. With Adam Driver as Severus Snape. Yeah, that'd but, be cool. Sorry, I just like bounced off the point there. Totally fine. That was my choice. Alan okay. Rickman. I love that. We need a world with Alan Rickman in it. I love that. What was that movie where he like was going to rape a woman? And they were like, <laughs> <laughs> they were like, it was like fucking Robin Hood or something. I think it's Robin and, Hood. And he like, like pinned her down on She's the floor. Like, <laughs> And he like, he like put like his feet in, in between her legs. legs and then like jumped like, like up to like, so like his butt was in the air and his feet were like up on her like front legs. And then he like went, yeah, and he like jumped again, <laughs> but like spread his legs this time. And now her legs were spread and he was going to, you know, put his seed in her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually always found Alan Rickman attractive. Really? Yeah. Attractive? Mm-hmm. I did. Thought he was an attractive guy. I don't think he's that great looking. Without meeting him, like, well, not meeting him. I've never met him, but without getting like personality, you know, I could see that. I don't think I'd necessarily find him attractive then, but he's just something about him. And I also like, I like his work, you know, but I don't think I'd be friends with him. I would. He seems like one of those like, like pompous British actors who like went to theater school, you know, and can quote Shakespeare 
And so he thinks that all actors should have learned like the history of acting and blah, blah, blah. And he knows all of the technicalities and blah, 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 blah. Like he, he could be a stage actor and, and blah, blah, blah. Like oh, just all this stuff. I feel like but he's that way. I don't that get way. that vibe off of him at all. That's cause that's how, uh, that's how Ian McKellen is. Like, but he probably be so nice about it though. No, And same with Patrick Stewart. Like you, you couldn't be friends with them because they're, they're so like, Oh, I'm the, I am on paper, the better, the best actor ever. But it's like, but they are really good though. But how many Oscars do you have? And I don't mean that like the Oscars is like the number one place or whatever, but like how many Oscars, how many Oscar nominations do you have? I don't know. Does that matter? Who cares? Kind of. Leonardo DiCaprio wasn't nominated for one for a really long no, time. No, Leonardo DiCaprio has been nominated multiple times. One. Didn't win one as He won one for a movie that I have still not seen. <laughs> it looked so boring. I just wasn't into it. Which one? The Revenant. He like fought <gasps> oh, a bear or something. That was a good one. Dude, it just looked so boring to me. No, I got you. It's a slow burn. It's historical. I mean, to a certain extent, but it was really cool. The bear scene is tight. Well, that's what everyone you says. Should at it's like, least oh, look that you need one to up. watch the bear scene, the bear scene. And I'm like, you're telling me to watch a movie. It's so good because of one scene. No, it's just a good movie. Yeah. And you know, I don't like drama. I don't like depressing stuff. That's not entertainment to me. Um, it wasn't that. I really liked it. I'm good. I liked Inception. I'll watch him in that. Makes sense. Uh, what's the one? Uh, Catch me if you can. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. It's a fun one. Yeah, Titanic. Uh, I don't like Titanic. You didn't like it? No. Why? Because it's sad? No, it was so boring and stupid. I wasn't into it at all. But you know what? I just don't, th- I don't think I like Kate Winslet. You've said that before, I feel like. I just don't think I like her. And I don't know why, right? There's no reason. Mm. I just don't think I like her. Okay. Well, for what it's worth, The Revenant was really good and it's worth watching. Because I didn't Maybe. think it was like, it wasn't so action movie like that. Uh, I just like, I get bored if things are too like cliche action. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like John Wick, the first one, which was cliche, but not too much. And then the second one was nothing but. So I was, I checked out. Um, this one was just nice. It was like a nice little balance of all the, all that stuff. Okay. I thought. I have yet to see, and I really want to see it. Uh, I think I bought it. I, yes, I own it on Blu-ray and I'm like waiting for the moment to watch it, uh, is once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh, was Tarantino's ninth film. I still have not seen it, Same. but like it was one of those movies that like I, I missed it when it was in theaters and I don't want to watch it on TV and I don't want to watch it on a streaming service. Like I wanted to own it and watch the like unrated or directors or whatever. Sure. I mean, we're kind of getting on we should probably fuck, move on fuck fuck Sorry. anyway i'm with you i really want to see it yeah i don't remember how we got there oh we're talking about cloning and alan I wanted rickman to, i wanted to clone something? a celebrity and then yeah. you talked about the harry potter show coming out etc 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 i'm absolutely besheveled with meetings etc <laughs> give Thank you. You're welcome. All right. We're talking about tube. Okay. Don't forget the tube. Of course not. So we're going to, we're going to go back August of 1985. Okay. So think, you know, that's a long time ago, right? 
we had Back to the Future coming out. You know, that was big news. Um, but was what was also big news was Richard Ramirez was... The Night Stalker. Was stalking the night in California. So that was on everyone's mind at this time, right? That was huge serial killer activity. Oh, yeah. Super scary. Okay. Now, so... August 1985, we're in Tacoma, Washington. So close to California, but not, you know, pretty far. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's on the- Really close, but like also not at all. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's it's close enough to think that like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be surprised if Richard Ramirez were to come up north, but you'd be pretty shocked by it. All right. Okay. Super clear now. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you were to go north of California, Tacoma is like the most north you can go that isn't Canada. Okay. Does that does that help? Does that help explain where we are? I know where we are. Okay. I don't know why it matters. Just look at a map, Jessica. How, how far okay? away it is from California? Just look at a map. It's fine. I'm sure you could figure it out. Okay. Okay. I'll sh- I should put this down so that when this camera can see your face. Okay. So Ruth Cooper, 42 years old, and her boyfriend, Stephen Harkins. Okay. 27 years old. Got a little cougar alert. Thought that was fun. How old did you say she was? She's 42. He's 27. Okay. That's a 15 year gap. I understand. So that, that's a cougar, definitely. I feel like that kind of stuff matters less now, but I think it mattered more yeah. then. No, I mean, it matters less kind of the older you get. Like if he was, 40 and she's 55 that's not a big deal mm-hmm. you know but if he was 18 and she was 33 33 yeah that's weird it's pretty gross when you think about it like that anyway don't think about it like that <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're dating and they decide to go on a trip um it was pretty close to where they lived um but it's at tool lake in pierce county in washington Mm-hmm. It was a quick like weekend getaway um, during their summer break. Um, I guess they were both teachers at a vocational school. I don't know what a vocational school is, but I'm assuming some sort of like, sounds like a private school or something. It's like a trade school. Sounds oh, like. Cool. Okay. Well. <laughs> Look at the ads on this, on this iPad right now. I thought that was a diagram you had. <laughs> Look at those ads. What the fuck? why why is it showing you like amazing deals it's like a g-spot like g-spot finders and i'm pretty sure a butt plug (laughs) it's like a like it's got a dick and balls whatever that has nothing to do with this i promise so cooper and harkins they went up for the weekend like i said it's a quick weekend trip it's pretty close by their house they were gonna go camping and whatnot um they did not return to work on monday so the school contacted the emergency contacts for them, Mm -hmm. which was their families. Their families immediately reported them missing, right? They were clearly supposed to be home and be back at work. Okay. Um, They would be missing for four days until hikers in Pierce County in that area by the lake discovered the body of Harkins. That was the male. Mm -hmm. Um, They found him inside of his sleeping bag at the campsite He was shot in the head. Oof. So he had a bullet hole in his head. He was dead. He was inside his sleeping bag. It was still zipped up. Like he was, he was literally, he was asleep and was shot. Mm -hmm. Um, the people that found the, found his body 
like tried to get back out so they can get service to oh I guess this is fucking 85 probably could try to get to a payphone or some shit um, they found the body of their dog also shot in the head wow like kind of close by to the campsite so anyway they finally got to a payphone or they use a business phone or whatever maybe they had like one of those big suitcase cell phones or something I don't fucking know um, and they got police police like landed on the scene this is huge murders don't happen here especially and, like that and basically there was two scenarios that happened either Cooper killed Harkins and the dog shot them in the head and ran away or Cooper's also dead and they got to find her right or abducted or right so there's so, three I guess sure so they immediately they're assuming that she was either abducted or was murdered in the same area and they just haven't found her body yet or and something. so yeah so they try to look for her they did not believe that she was the murderer they thought she was a possible second victim um so like i said he was harkins was executed in his sleep uh they thought that the couple may have been surprised that maybe cooper was abducted but they said that it didn't look like there was much like there was no like drag marks or whatever so they weren't really sure um that does kind of make it look like it was her but the reason why they were so freaked out about this is because it was the perfect MO of the Night Stalker. Oh. The man was shot and killed. Mm -hmm. The woman Missing. was typically in, in the Night Stalker scenario, sexually assaulted and sorry, only sexually assaulted if she was lucky or sexually assaulted and murdered if she was unlucky, right? right. Terrible things. Um, so now they were like freaking out like, holy shit is that night stalker up here now is he up in tacoma or is this just a fluke thing they had no idea obviously that was the story all over the news at the time um obviously we know right now and i'm telling you right now they're not connected in any way this isn't a richard ramirez story well you said tube yeah and okay yeah i think i i, I think i understood okay so it wasn't until two months later okay in late october mm -hmm. october 26th to be exact that a skull was reported to be found kind of near the lake, about a mile and a half from that campsite. Two years later? Two months. Two months, okay. Two months later. Um, so they used dental records and they found that the skull did in fact belong to Cooper, the woman. Okay. And uh, they used the skull site to search, use that as a base and search, and two days later they found the rest of her body. Um, it was apparently like a near skeletonized body, so like animals Skeletal. probably ate away at her oh okay um, she, i did wonder like i thought there'd be more of her left after two months but i don't know animals probably got happens. to her yeah. or, or something um she was missing all of her clothing and they they found that um like remember her body it wasn't it wasn't a full it wasn't like a skeleton right it was just clearly animals kind of ate at her um she they found that she was shot in her abdomen and she had a tube sock tied around her throat. So she was uh, choked. She was choked. Um, they, well, they, the coroner or whatever, um, said that that was not the cause of death. That the cause of death was more than likely the bullet, the bullet, the the gunshot to the abdomen. 
Then why the sock? But she was strangled. Okay. With a tube sock. Mm-hmm. Fucking brutal. Yeah. It's so nasty, too. Like, what if it was a used tube sock? Ugh. <laughs> Don't want that. Are, oh, well, okay. Are you thinking used, like, put on a foot or used for something else? Like, <laughs> like what if what if the killer, like, literally was wearing, like, a tracksuit and, like, pulled his shoe off and just pulled off his sweaty tube sock and that's what he wrapped <laughs> around your throat? That's disgusting. Yeah, the grossest part about this is that it, the sock was probably on his foot. It was a sweaty sock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they thought that that the tube sock was used more of like a restraining method. Okay. Like tied it and pulled it, and then if he pulled hard, it would choke. If he released, it would stop choking. And you know, clearly they think she was like raped and all the shit. Anyway, Detective Norm Weimer or Weimer, however you pronounce the W. Maybe he was German. Uh, he said that police had known a lot about what happened. Um, they have no suspects currently. And he was wondering, this detective, if this double killing was connected to a previous killing years back that was also unsolved. Okay. And so when we go back a few years, um, Edward Smith and Kimberly Diane Levine. Got a or great Levine? name. No, Levine. V-I-N-E. That could be Levine, Levine as well, yeah. We're going to call Levine. So they were from Kent, um, which is kind of right around Tacoma. They had also been abducted and murdered. So Smith and Levine, they met while attending university. Um, after they graduated in 84, they moved to Kent, Washington. They worked uh, as uh, government accountants. So boring you know, jobs. Lame. <laughs> Um, and everything was going fine until they were going to get married or whatever. Um, oh, and I'm so sorry. I said a couple of years before. I meant a couple of months before there was a double homicide. Whoa. Sorry. This is back in March of 85. If you recall, uh, Ruth and or Harkins and Cooper went missing in August right. of 85. So this is only a few months before. Okay. Really fucked that up. My bad. Anyway, um, they went for a getaway weekend. They were on I-90. Almost the exact same scenario. That's right. They wanted to explore some landmarks, blah, blah, blah. Um, and some not chill things happened. So Smith, his body was found in a gravel pit close to um, a dam that they have up in that little lake region in Tacoma. Mm -hmm. His hands were tied behind his back. His throat was slit. He was missing his wallet. And it wouldn't be until later that the police would actually be able to identify him as Edward Smith. Um, because his employers had reported him missing and they were able to make the connection. So now a huge search started for Levine and it wasn't another two weeks until they found the couple's vehicle abandoned about 10 miles where, away from where they found Smith's body. Mm -hmm. So perhaps they were hiking and they got got somewhere right. in there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, fingerprint was recovered, uh, but there was still no sign of Levine. And it, it wasn't until August when that other couple went missing that Levine's body was found. Okay. Really? She was found in a sage bush two miles from where her, um, from where Smith's body was and had been skeletonized from expo exposure and, uh, what do they say? Predation. Animals. Decomposition. Elements, yeah, bugs. Animals were a little hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, and so this detective is now thinking, okay, 
possibly these two are connected. They're so different, though. I wonder how... Kind of, sort of. You have a couple that went missing. The man was killed. The woman was naked and found in a different area. Right. Like, it kind of sound... Kind of sounds like there's an MO there. What a wild time. Oh, dude, the 80s, man. <laughs> there are a lot of serial killers. It's a lot of a shit. A lot of serial going killers. On. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so now they're trying to connect the two cases. Like, definitely we got something. Um, it looks like Richard Ramirez. And so the press really isn't biting because they're like, yeah, whatever. That's like just a copycat. Okay. So it's not really picking up all that much. Um, but now we're still in 1985, December now. A 36-year-old Mike Reimer and his girlfriend, Diana Robertson. Okay, he's 36. She's 21. What's up with these, right? Yeah. What is up with these? That's another 15-year age gap. Tacoma's, 36 and 21? Yeah. Tacoma oh, is a yeah. wild place. <laughs> That's not, that doesn't sound so bad. Jessica. I don't know. It doesn't. That sounds bad. I don't know. I don't think so. That sounds, she doesn't even know how to do her own taxes at this point. You know what I mean? She could. Jessica, she's 21. I didn't know how to do my own taxes when the I only, got married. Jessica, the only reason I can do my taxes, I did my own taxes when I was 18, is because TurboTax basically did it for me. 85? They didn't have that shit. How are you supposed to do your taxes without a computer telling you what to do? I don't know. You mm-hmm. marry a 36-year-old. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Um, anyway, they traveled to Pierce County. They lived in Tacoma. They went to Pierce County where that, you know, the lake and all blah, 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 the mm-hmm. getaway weekend. We've heard the story before. Um, they had a camping trip. They were apparently going to search for a Christmas tree. Okay. You've seen uh, Christmas Vacation. Le- National Lampoons. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, they, they go, the family drives out and they, they hike until they find the perfect tree, cut yeah. it down. They're trying to do that. Super cute. Super romantic. Um, they have a two-year-old daughter. Her name is Crystal. Oh. Okay. Oh. Means she got pregnant when she was 19? Mm-hmm. And he was 34. I mean, I'm one to talk. Yeah. Didn't you get pregnant at 19 <laughs> to like a 31-year-old, no. 38-year-old? How old no. is Terry? Is he 50? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. 40, 49. Oh. Okay. Close. Anyway. Um, so obviously, you know, no one's really worried about them. They're just going to get a Christmas tree, whatever. Um, but some alarm, some alarms went off when Crystal, the two-year-old girl, was found wandering a Kmart alone. Ugh. About 30 miles away from where the couple was going to find a Christmas tree. Right. The same night that they had left to go find a Christmas tree. Oh, my heart. Crystal was 30 miles away in a Kmart. So that's not good, right? Why is a little girl alone? They're supposed to be 30 miles away from here and she's wandering here alone. Like maybe they fought, maybe something happened. And so they were asking the girl like, hey, like where are your parents, blah, blah, blah. And all she said was mommy was in the trees. That was all they were able to get out of her was that mommy is in the trees. They have no idea what the fuck that means. Fucking chilling. (laughs) Right? They have no idea what that means. It's weird as shit. Okay, like this this is that's a line from a horror movie. Anyway, um, so they they start searching for Reimer and Robertson. Um, They're hoping that they can find their uh, their pickup truck. Apparently they have like like a classic 
like bright red pickup truck. Like they're like super easy to spot. Sure. Um, and they were hoping that they would find that from air searches, um, but there was little success with that. Um, and it wouldn't be until two months later in February that Diana Robertson's body was found. Um, there was a man who had uh, gotten out of his car to walk his dog kind of by the woods um, and he found their truck and the body was just off the road not far partially buried under uh, about six inches of snow um, and like you know shrubbery mm-hmm. um, so the weather was like making this really difficult right because obviously when this winter when this happened the snow wasn't picking up wasn't it wasn't Two snowing later, it wasn't though. snowing much if at all mm-hmm. right um so when they went into the truck all they found was a note inside that said i love you diana like i love you comma diana not like dash diana yeah so they're thinking oh shit it was him he murdered her and left her a note in his car parked on the side of the road or something killed her and then ditched the kid at the walmart maybe the theory maybe okay who knows um, so they were unsure though. They asked if, um, Diana's mother could identify the handwriting. She said, yes, that belongs to Reimer. Now an FBI expert in like fucking handwriting or whatever, right? He went through the analysis of it and found it inconclusive. He said, there's nothing to match this handwriting with his regular handwriting. It could be his, he just wrote it differently, but it also is not 100% for sure his. So yeah, doesn't doesn't rule him out, but definitely he still could have done this. You know what I mean? Right. Anyway, um, now this is when the autopsy was done. Right around the same time that the FBI kind of, kind of, sort of, but didn't clear the Reimer as writing the note. The on, yeah, on Diana. Mm-hmm. Um, she was stabbed seventeen times, and she had a tube sock tied around her neck. Oh, that's right. Was you hadn't mentioned a tube sock on the first couple or involved with the first couple, right? The very well, well, the first one I talked about. If we go back in t- in order of time, March, yeah, back in order of time, the March killings, no tube sock. Okay. If if there was a tube sock, either it was removed from the body before they found it, or it was just not identified, not brought in and put as public evidence. Okay, so that's three couples now. Three couples, all basically the same mo, except we have not found Reimer's body. Okay. And all the other ones, we found the man's body, and the man's body led us to the woman's body. Maybe Reimer is the killer of the other two couples. Maybe he is. That would be exactly what detectives and FBI agents would assume. Um, so, yeah, stabbed 17 times, tube sock around her neck. Obviously, Reimer's suspect number one. Um, not only... I guess was he in the same, he lived in the same area as all the other killings. Right. Um, they weren't trying to connect him to all the killings yet. It was more like this one for sure. Maybe the others, if we can question him. I'd say, honestly, um, a clue, I guess evidence, if you could call it that, to it being him, is that he didn't, is that his his kid survived. His kid lived? It's this- Well, I don't know if it was his kid or if it was her kid or, or well, however either way, like the fact that the kid survived, if he was in a relationship with this lady and the kid was there, that kind of thing, it kind of, it seemed like something weirdly nice for a serial killer to do. 
I'm glad that it happened. I'm glad she didn't die. But I don't know. I mean, I can I can see serial killers letting kids live. I De guess Dexter did it all the time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was America's favorite serial killer. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um so apparently there were there was past evidence that Reimer was not so chill of a man. Um, he had domestic assault charges, malicious damage charges. Apparently, him and Diana had, like, just reconciled before they went on this trip. Okay. Um, apparently, her, Diana Robertson, had filed a complaint against him saying that he kicked her uh, apartment door open in. He threw her on the floor. He rubbed her face in the carpet. Um, and at this time, she actually had evidence that there was visible, visible marks that like her nose and eye and cheek was like, like rug burn. had like rug burn. They had a restraining order and then they had ignored that restraining order when they went together on this trip. So like, it's Which really pretty typical, not looking good for Reimer. Right. Right. Looks pretty bad. Um, now but everything they, was basically, it's not him, though. everything was basically a misdemeanor. Mm hmm. Not much they can do about it. Domestic sort of stuff. Yeah. The best thing they can do in a short amount of time was that restraining order, which she just ignored. So now they're kind of wondering like, okay, like why would he have killed his girlfriend or did he kill his girlfriend before he dropped off Crystal at Kmart and flee away? But if so, why was the truck at the scene? Why was mommy in the trees? So did he drop off mommy? Did he drop off Crystal at the Kmart and then go kill mommy and then ditch his truck in the middle of nowhere and walk somewhere? Sure. It, it doesn't make sense, right? So they're still confused. Anyway, so um, apparently uh, Reimer was, was missing, right? He was missing still. No one had seen him. Um, his father had agreed that foul play might have been involved. He said that his son always carried a 22 handgun um, and that he's always said, like, you couldn't surprise him in the woods because he would hurt you or whatever. Just like little things. His dad's like probably against him, doesn't like him very much because he said some not chill things about him. Um, <laughs> Didn't make him look much better. And doesn't help his case that Cooper and Harkins, who were both shot uh, about two months before this, we're both shot with 22s. Oh. That's right. But the weapon obviously was never found. Um, and Meaning they didn't find it in the truck. Right. The weapon wasn't there. Uh, the bullet casings were found a short distance from uh, the pickup truck, but Robertson wasn't I thought shot. She had been stabbed. She was stabbed. So they found bullet casings, 22 bullet casings, but they did not. She wasn't shot. Gun wasn't there. Which could mean he was shot. Maybe. Okay. And his body is somewhere. Who knows? Um, Difficult to say because it's still snowing like crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, so they had nothing to go on and no new evidence would be found for 22 years. Whoa. Including Reimer. Not found. Uh, it wasn't until March 26th, 2011. Okay. Okay. A hiker was out hiking around, um, kind of kind of around where Diana Robertson was found, about a mile away. Um, and they saw what looked like a vacuum cleaner cover. 
So I think like one of those like bags. Yeah. You know, I, I guess he was curious as to what the fuck that was. And so he lifted the bag where he saw a skull. Yep. Immediately contacts authorities. They identify the skull belonging to Reimer. They searched the area. They found a jawbone with teeth missing. Mm-hmm. Alongside a pair of rubber boots. Maybe they were his. Maybe they weren't. Can't fucking tell after 22 years. You said a jawbone. They're not sure if it's necessary. No, it, his. it's his jawbone. Okay, okay. But, well, it's his jawbone. Okay. But all the teeth were removed from his skull and his jawbone. Someone tried to fucking pin this on him is what I think. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking happened. Like, but, hey, I've decided this is the last couple I'm going to kill. May as well make it look like this guy is the one who did it. So the coroner had a really tough time with the cause of death. He was like, this happened a long time ago. It's hard for us to tell. He All that they said that there was definitely trauma to the head. And they think maybe a gunshot. Maybe it was bludgeoned. Like the skull was like fucking shattered and whatever. But it was so old. Like, who knows? Um, so authorities really weren't sure. Like, oh shit, like, is this, does this clear him? Does it not? Did he off himself? Did he just happen to also die in the woods and go missing? Not really sure. And it's still closed or the case is still open. It's still a cold case. They have solved nothing. They still haven't figured out who did it. Nope. Yeah. There's a ton of, and I won't go into it just because the rest of this is like interesting, but not fact it's all like just it's a lot of theories theories on like sure what could have happened and sure some of them make more sense than others mm-hmm. but basically you would do just as well in guessing as to what actually happened right so why couples i don't know maybe like a thrill of like getting a kill right and with that kill not only do you feel like so much adrenaline because you just killed someone, but now you have someone who is scared and fleeing, and now you get the adrenaline of the chase. Mm-hmm. Then you get the adrenaline of probably the rape, and then you kill them too. And then sparing and sparing the daughter that, makes it sound like weird. whoever it is who did it, maybe they had kids themselves. They probably had kids, or at, were Honestly, really close to their family and had like babies in the family. So. Or I don't something. think so with that. I think if they were close to the family that the daughter would have like identified him, even if it was unintentional. Oh no, I don't mean that. I don't mean like he knew them personally. I mean, oh. he must have children in his life. He cares a lot about. What I think was, it was a married man. I'm also saying him. It's, it's usually, it's it's usually a dude. <laughs> it was definitely <laughs> a man. Um, I think it was a married man who saw the, uh, Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez shit going down. And was, it was, and was inspired. And was thinking, oh, there's a guy doing that like in cities. There are cameras in loads of places. Nothing is happening. He, he's getting away with it. I've always wanted to try it. And I can do it out in the woods where no one can fucking hear. The nearest payphone is fucking 10 miles away. Right. Why not? And but I think, there are I think always that's, people traveling alone. Like it's, the fact that it's couples is interesting. I think it's it's that thrill of you get you get there's so many different thrills there. You kill the dude because he's the one that you're worried could possibly hurt you. Now you're the most dominant. 
Now you got that kill out of the way and you mm -hmm. feel amazing. You feel like a god. My dick is so much bigger. Then you're chasing this scared woman who just witnessed her boyfriend or husband die. So, you know, she's probably not running at Olympic levels right now, right? So you chase her down. You now caught her. That's exciting. Then you do whatever you want to her and then kill her. And that's exciting the whole time. Then you just basically leave the bodies there because no one's going to fucking find them for a long time. And it's it's 85. The fact that it was so close. <laughs> it's 85. To where they where went we missing. Have, we have no DNA evidence. Oh, like there's I fucking about there's that. fucking nothing. Yeah. You could fingerprint. But what are the odds that a fingerprint's going to stay on their bodies for 4 or 5 days at the soonest mm -hmm. that you're going to find them? You know, if they if they found that all of was it was his name Rhymer? The guy they thought was the suspect for a really long time. Yeah. If he had removed all of whoever it was who did this, removed all of his teeth, how did they identify him? Because he was just close by. Well, the... they had they had DNA evidence now. Oh, okay. Yeah, they didn't have they didn't have the, just, the it, technology I, then. I don't. It doesn't occur to me. Like, how did they go about that? Like, did yeah. they anticipate maybe at one point they would be able to test the DNA and like took hair samples from his house or something? Probably. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if that was on their mind. Or I guess or... his daughter. Or his daughter. She was still alive. I don't so. know how that worked out, but I know, I doubt they're still doing it now unless they're like a really poor county or something. But back when DNA evidence like first came out, dude, they were closing cold cases left and right because they had all of these hair samples and blood samples mm -hmm. from fucking 40 years ago that meant fucking nothing. Or like, oh, this person got off on this murder, but we have the evidence here. We just don't have the technology for it. And now they do. Mm -hmm. And so they test it and boom, we got 100% clear on that. And I don't know, I don't know how, how def defendable that is in court. Sure. Perhaps you can defend it. Perhaps not. Probably, probably not then. Probably not in the early 2000s when you can DNA test fucking anything. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming back then, like, DNA was DNA. You're fucked. So then the ladies that were found relatively quickly are... None as of them, no one, it was or all, none of the ladies were found. It was all quickly. at least two months later. Right? Yeah, the only, the, the soonest anyone was, anyone was found was uh, in the, the August murders. The man was found about four to five days later. Because he was still in his sleeping bag. Still at the campsite. Right. In his sleeping bag. I was just thinking like if he'd, sec whoever it was, had sexually assaulted them there might be DNA evidence left behind, but they had already been left out oh, exposed yeah. for so long. Maybe it's all just, it's just way too late to test or something like that. Now. Mm. I mean, I'm no, just I know real. you're right. It just, it paints a picture and it's a nasty one. I know. Sorry. I did not expect my story to go on for so long. I no, thought I would go quicker with that, but that was, yeah, that's, that's, that's the tube sock killer. That's what they called him by the way. That's what the, <laughs> that's what the news that's ran where with. The, the tube comes yeah, in. The tube sock killer. <laughs> uh, he was never found. I have never heard of that before. We've never identified the two. You know, did killer. you ever see that movie with uh, 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 who's the actor from Waterworld? Kevin Costner. Is it Kevin Costner? I think so. Okay. So Kevin Costner, did you see that movie where he played a serial killer, and he like befriends Dane Cook, who's like a reporter or something, and it turns out Dane Cook wants to be a serial killer too, so he kind of like takes him under his wing. No. You didn't see that? Never. So Kevin Costner, it's actually interesting. I liked it. It was a while ago that I saw Dane it. Dane Cook was in a serious movie? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays a, an asshole too. But 
Kevin Costner plays a serial killer who is in this like great, healthy, loving marriage. And so because of that, and because he's so twisted, his victims of choice are couples. Oh. Just made me think of that, that whole story. Maybe it was based off of it. I don't know. I think it's called like. Like maybe they used this as a source. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Perhaps, I'll look it up. Perhaps. Kevin Costner, Dane Cook. Serial killer movie. Anyway, we should probably go on break. We should. You ready? Yeah. We'll see you guys then. Break. Tube. Gosh. You got you got YouTube watching all those little funny videos. Oh yeah. You got Red Tube. Mm-hmm. Watching all those pornographies. Mm-hmm. Doing yeah, do is that what that is? Red tube? I got yeah, it. It's, it's a porn site. Um, doing research for this stuff, I found Death Tube. Oh, like apparently it's just a bunch of snuff films, and not on purpose ones. You mean I mean like death caught on camera type stuff. Nice. I didn't look at it. That's but that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, that pops up on my Instagram algorithm all the time. <laughs> <laughs> death Tube or just videos of just people dying? just videos of people dying. Yeah, like you don't you don't see them die, mm-hmm. but they're dead. You like, know, someone's dead. You know. Yeah, like I actually I showed you one of the truck driver. Yeah. Rough, rough, rough. The camera is on the truck driver and a little bit of the road. And you know bad things happened. You know for a fact, like, at least five to ten people died, but more like 20 probably died. But you don't know. Just a little video. Just a little one. Just a little one. Or you see, like, a car, like, just, like, just crumble and And the fucking ball. You know. You're like, oh, they're gone. (laughs) Well, we're getting sidetracked. Sorry. That always happens, doesn't it? Tube socks. Fuck, we're back on tubes. Yeah, Yeah. tube socks. You got fucking... Boob tube is what they used to call TV. uh, Toothpaste is in a tube. That's true. That's true. You know, when I think of of toothpaste Mm -hmm. being in a tube, I just think, wouldn't this be better if it was in like a perfectly crafted wooden item? Toothpaste? (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Maybe. Like, wouldn't wouldn't you like to have your your toothpaste on like a a wonderful plaque that had some funny saying on it or something? Yeah, yeah. You know, if anyone were to pull something like that off, you know who it would be. Who it would be? Uh, Who? Dude, that peach song though, right? It's still in my head. I love it so much. So I'm starting to hate it. It's starting. No. I'm, I'm starting to lose my my taste for it because it will not leave my brain. They it's played so it good, at though. the wedding this weekend. Yeah, they did. I tried or to convince last them. weekend. Oh, this weekend, it's still Sunday. Whatever. I tried to get them to to do that for because like they were gonna dance their with their first daughter. Dance. And I was like, dude, do that one. Do it. The bride wasn't down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, whatever. I love Jack Black. I know you cloned him. I did. I cloned him. <laughs> If you cloned a celebrity, could you have them pose for nudes and then blackmail the real celebrity? I mean, yeah, that you could. Like you couldn't blackmail Jack Black. He'd be like, dude, that's such a cool ass fucking nude you got there. (laughs) I just have a little disclaimer because we have cameras on us. Yeah. I just, I've 
realized I've been reaching down toward my crotch area a lot recently, and it looks like there's a little action going on. I'm not diddling myself. I found a bug bite on my ankle. You finger banging yourself (laughs) in the studio (laughs) during recording? Does that get you off the taboo? The taboo that's happening. Suck killer. (laughs) No, I found a I found a mosquito bite. Like I've got this lump on my Mm -hmm. my Achilles heel right here, my tendon, right in that like area. And it every time I like lift my foot up and down, it itches and it itches. I'm sitting here talking about these poor (laughs) innocent victims, and you're there just finger popping your asshole. I'm not. Mm Hmm. I'm not. I just wanted to make that clear because I feel like I looked a little suspicious a couple of times. Smell your finger. That's disgusting, Jessica. <laughs> Why would you smell your finger? Because I didn't touch it myself. <laughs> smells like probably smells like puss, doesn't it? <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> Have you seen the Britney Spears conspiracy going around? The Britney conspiracy. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yeah, that. I don't know. Um, so it's a conspiracy with very little evidence. Little to no evidence. Like little to no evidence. But there's one piece of evidence that is so strong. Okay. I was sold. I'm I'm in. I'm leaning into and it. And the, the conspiracy is? So they think that Britney Spears is either like dead I don't think that's true. I think what's more true is that her conservatorship got like nixed and Britney Spears was like chained up in a basement somewhere now. But in order to cover that she's not chained up in a basement somewhere, they're having someone else make like videos of her going crazy on like her Instagram and shit. Mm -hmm. Because if you realize when she was first done with her conservatorship, like she was more like, okay, awesome. Like I'm going to focus on my family and blah, 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 blah. Like Thank you all so much, whatever. And she was posting just videos of her just like talking. And then like very quickly after she went into like being crazy as shit again, like wearing like bikinis and and doing weird dances yeah, and like just biting at the camera and like doing just weird shit and like putting it on her Instagram and Facebook and whatnot. So it was kind of weird. And I was like, oh, maybe she's just went a little crazy again. You know, oops, she just needs to get back on that right cocktail and she'll be good to go. Um, But then, so you know how there's those like face uh, like filters or apps or whatever that like literally like if you go on Snapchat and use one of those filters, like if there's a face to identify, it will throw that filter on the face. Right. So think like that. But if you cover your face, the filter goes away, you know, because it doesn't know that there's a face there for it to lock onto because there's something blocking it. So there was a video of her like doing this, like, like she's, she went a little crazy and she started doing like sexy dances, you know, <laughs> and she's dancing and she puts her hands like over her head and She's like, doing the little hip dick like, snap, snap. Like bam, bam, and she, her hands are up here and then she like drops down like this, right? So her hands pass her face. And when they do, for a split second, mind you, you would barely notice it if you were watching the video. People that are crazy obsessed, like fucking slowed it down, like mm-hmm. frame by frame. And you see it when her hands come down, it changes. There, There's clearly a filter that was on and it's some other person. It's some other person doing this acting like Britney. And then the hands move and it like flashes back to Britney's face. Can I see it? Uh, yeah, I can whip it out if you. Oh nope, my phone's up there. Look it That's up on the iPad. No, I can't find it. Then I don't buy it. Like the only thing I found was an Instagram account that was called Britney Spears Deepfake, but I'm pretty sure it's someone who just actually deep actually deep fakes Britney Spears and does like <laughs> weird creepy videos with her <laughs> as her, which is funny. <laughs> like that's pretty funny, but it's very clearly a fake account. The one I saw was not, and I'll show you the video when we're done recording eventually. So. Sorry, sorry. Great. 
Maybe we can share it with patrons. Ooh, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird. Is it Mr. Brooks? Yes. Mr. Brooks, starring Kevin Costner, Demi Moore. Mm-hmm. She's the FBI agent that's hot on his trail. Let's see. A well-respected businessman is sometimes controlled by his murder and mayhem-loving alter ego. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Let's see. Yeah, Kevin Costner is Mr. Brooks. Demi Moore is Detective Atwood. And Dane Cook is only known as Mr. Smith. Mm-hmm. That's ambiguous. Let's see. What were those scores? It has a 7.3 rating on IMDb. That's pretty good. Pretty damn good. It has two nominations. I liked it. It was nominated for Best Discovery of the Year for Soundtrack Awards. So it probably had a great soundtrack. Must have. Raymond Djawadi. Uh, uh, mm, How the fuck you pronounce yes, that? Yes, I love he, his work. You do. He did all of the Game of Thrones music. No, I know, but I did recognize his name based off of the way you said it, is all I'm saying. Yeah, well, he did all the Game of Thrones and Westworld. He's fantastic. Then, yeah, that score was incredible. Um, and then also, they were they received a nominee for Best Overall Stunt by a Stunt Woman. So, so Demi Moore does something crazy. And her stunt woman kills it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that, that award was nominated for uh, Bonnie Yanagasawa. <laughs> Also, Tracy Keen Dushna. Dushna. Dushna, dude. (laughs) I feel like I have a love or hate relationship with Taco Bell. All right. Like, obviously, I love it. Sure. But also, like, I hate it, you know? Why? It hurts me. Yeah. It gives me the hurts. It's because of your... um your minor IBS? Well, not only that, but also, um, I just figured this out the other day. So I feel like every time I go to Taco Bell, like I can just eat and eat and eat Taco Bell and I never feel full, you know? There's something about Taco Bell. Okay. And the last time I went, um, I only got like one thing. Well, I got like three things, but I only ate one and I was like, oh, I'll just eat the rest in like an hour or whatever. Cause I only had time. I just had to eat quick. So I ate that one thing. And within like 20 minutes, I was like, Oh no, I'm full. And I didn't eat the rest of my taco. I let it actually go bad. I threw it away. And so I'm thinking you've evolved. No, I think there's something in the taco bell. There's something in the taco bell that makes you hungry to eat more of it. Oh, because that doesn't happen to me anywhere else. If I go to fucking Whataburger, which like, I'm not going to Whataburger, but let's just say I go and I get like a full meal and like halfway through my burger, I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm full. I will just stop eating. That's not the case with Taco Bell. I eat everything with Taco Bell. Yeah. Everything and then some. Like you try to, oh, you show. No, I don't agree. You show up with fucking a box of tacos and a box of burritos. Like I'm going to go to town until there's nothing left. Yeah. I don't know. You might just be a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should do a poll and find out. Is there something in the Taco Bell? Let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us send us an email. Fanmail at threeshotson.com. <laughs> is there something in the Taco Bell? We're dying to know. <laughs> Dude, I could start a whole other conspiracy too. I love how we've done this before too. We're like, we're talking about a random topic and I just start talking 
you know, mm-hmm. just all this, all this extra, you know, people don't know that blah, blah, blah. I just keep going and going and going. And either you or whoever I'm talking to goes like, what the fuck? Are you serious? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's conspiracy theory. And I just keep going. Like, what the fuck? You really just like, pulled no, that just, out of your ass? Up. But I feel like I can start conspiracy theories like so easily. Yeah. I should, I should have try to get like a Reddit account kind of up there. That way, what I say is like a little more like accredited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I can just start all sorts of nonsense. Yeah. You definitely aren't the first person to have thought that. No. I guarantee there are several successful people on the internet putting stuff like that out there. Jessica, I bet 99% of conspiracy theories are complete bullshit that was made up, which sucks because it overshadows the 1% that's definitely fucking true and disgusting, terrible, dirty shit's happening. Well, if you think about it, it would be super smart to flood the internet with fake conspiracy theories if you were trying to cover up a real one. Yeah, you get a whole ass fucking potato of a whole ass fucking pot of mashed potato of these just fucked up fake conspiracy theories. And then you just <laughs> you just salt in some truth in there. Right. And it just gets washed away. Yeah. I feel like if you, uh, you should watch that movie, it's called Conspiracy Theory It's with Mel Gibson. I have seen it. I like uh, it. Basically just explains that entire conspiracy that I just said. Yeah, I liked it. It wasn't bad. It's was OK. Mm-hmm. It was he's got like autism or something. It's kind of weird. Something like that. Also, like super stalkery. Um, to Julie yeah, yeah, Roberts. Doesn't he, doesn't he like sniff her or something? Something like that. Yeah. He like takes photos of her while she's like working out in her little home gym. But it's somehow it's adorable because it's Mel Gibson and I love him. No, I think it's adorable because he's autistic. All right. That's the end of the break. That is, and it is time for the second wheel spin of the night, Jessica. I will. All right. If you could legally enforce one person, get their tubes tied. (coughs) I'm really sorry. You couldn't just like flag me down or something? I tried. You were looking away. Flag. Flag. What are you going to do? Move your nose out of the way? I was flagging you and you didn't see I would have just stopped talking. Ass. Now I have to reread the whole thing. Go ahead. If you could legally enforce one person get their tubes tied, male or female, we're, we're meaning the same thing here. Dude tubes, lady the tubes. The dude tubes, the, the girl tubes, the, uh-huh. the women tubes. Right. All the tubes, any tubes. Whose would it be? Whose tubes? Whose tubes? Can I go first? Can I go back in time? Whoa. That would change the game entirely. I mean, could I? It's going to depend on your answer. If your answer sucks, then no. Um, I would tie uh, Mama Kardashian's tubes. <gasps> you went with uh, Jessica. What? Is her name Chris? Uh, yes. Jessica. Huh? I was going to say Rob Kardashian. Oh. That's the son. And that's so that the name dies with him. <laughs> How funny. It'll be gone. We thought of the Kardashians. In 50 years, all the Kardashians will either be dead or will be like so fucking Botoxed that no one cares what they say. I didn't want to hurt them. I'm not saying to hurt them. I'm I saying. Just, if I have to pick someone. You I'm know? saying the name dies and it's gone. And 
my grandchildren will never have to know the name Kardashian. I just think the era. That'd be sweet. It's just a nice time for the era to wrap up. Yeah. I'm with you. I'll also tie Rob's tubes. Oh, okay. Oh my God. We're double tie? Double tying them. Each ball. <laughs> Each nut just tied up. Yeah. I love that. Well, cause I was trying to think like, Hmm, who's like, if I could destroy one dynasty dynasty or one legacy, like who's like, how do I get there? You know? And I was like, you know, like it'd be funny to name like, you know, someone really big like Donald Trump or Joe Biden or whatever. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure they already have like a whole bunch of like grandkids. And no, I ran through the same whatever. thing. That's why it took me so long. I was like, Nick Cage. No, he's already got kids. Yeah. That's already happening. Like and how, he, how do I end a bloodline? You know? <laughs> right. And then I was like, and what bloodlines like, you know, do for some ending? Yeah. Oh, honestly, that part didn't matter to me. That was just the first one I thought of. And then I just, I just felt really good about it. Like, oh, you're the one that ended the Kardashians. I was like, I did. Oh, I don't want credit. They're all gone. And I want, I want it to be humane. Jessica, we're not killing anyone. We're just stopping the possibility of new life via that family name. Right. 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 And I'm, you know, well, let's just leave it there. We'll just leave it right at that. Let me just make this statement known. Rob, buddy, nothing against you, man. It's the rest of your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's against them. Well, all right. It sounds like it's time for my stories. It is. And if I recall, you were talking about creepy tubing. Indeed. So like creepy stuff that happens in or on the tube. Yeah. Mm, yes, but you many creepy, different kinds of tubes. And I didn't know if it was like. Well, I don't. I don't want to give too much away. Okay, so give me a second. Give no, me. I said in or on the tube, like in, like the tube, like the Brits would say, or like on the tube, like the cool kids would say. Mm -hmm. You know, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was pretty clever with that. I yeah, me too. Good job. Before you start, hold on. There we go. It's not so cold anymore, so, you know. So it's real pissy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what happens, you know, when you get your pocket beers and you just leave them on your chair for too long. Right. I don't know why you brought out two. I always grab two. Well, you should have anticipated it getting warm. Normally, I drink them quicker. Okay. But I was talking for a long time. I was really into what I was talking about. Of course. You know? Yeah. Well... I'm just going to dive right in. Yeah, please. A couple of these are firsthand experiences. The last one is not. Okay. I've lived in New York City all my life. And I have countless stories that I can tell you about this city, but this one takes the cake for sure. I live in one of the safest and most affluent neighborhoods in all of Brooklyn, near the Verrazano Bridge. My friends and I, being high school students at the time, would use fake IDs to get into this college bar in Manhattan most weekends. Love it. There's one train line that serves my neighborhood, and even then, it's a decent walk to get to the nearest station. On this night, my friends and I left our neighborhood and boarded the train. Everything was totally fine on the way to the bar. It's one straight shot there, and we had a pretty decent time. I left the bar at around three in the morning, and my friends decided that they would all stay at one of my friend's grandparents' house in the neighborhood next to mine 
so that they didn't get caught by their parents, which was served by a different train line. So we boarded the train headed toward my neighborhood, but my friends disembarked about seven or eight stations before I needed to get off so that they could transfer to the other train line. As I said before, my neighborhood is very affluent, so most people do not use the subway and opt for cars. Um, It's a semi-suburban, sort of imagine a mix of New Jersey and a scene out of Saturday Night Fever, is what this person says. Okay. I have no I mean, that is a, I feel like that's a terrible. That is what they said, though. Picture that she painted, but. Give Give it a try. Okay. Therefore, I was the only person in my car. Two stops after my friend's... In her train, in her tube car. Yes, the train car. The tube car. Yeah. Two stops after my friends left the train, a man wearing a stuffed black backpack enters the car, and he sat down in one of the corner seats next to this advertisement plastered on the wall. I didn't pay him a lot of attention, but anybody boarding the train at 3 a.m. in my area would be kind of unnerving, um, especially because he looked shabby. Not homeless, just... Several days unshowered. Maybe he's working. Maybe. Anyway. Gosh. We go on. My eyes stayed glued to my phone for about five minutes until my attention is drawn up to the man taking out a large permanent marker from his backpack. And he starts writing on the advertisement and like kind of looking back at me, smiling every now and then, like maybe I'm happy about what he's doing or entertained by it or something. Well, he's looking like, oh, is she cool? Is she a rat? I right. don't know. That's fun. I feel like I'd feel more safe. Yeah. If that I was seemed, alone in the train car. pretty and, innocent to me. And the dude like looks at me and then just starts tagging on the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be like, oh, he's cool. Right. You know? <laughs> so the man began by drawing a hanged man with several religious crosses surrounding him. Never mind. <laughs> and then began to write phrases on the advertisements like the end is near you will pay for your sins, the awakening is upon us, etc., etc. That's honestly normal stuff. I feel like for super religious people to say or write, it was just weird that it was happening at 3 a.m. on an advertisement in an empty train car. Yeah. No, 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 never mind. That's not cool. <laughs> I was. I wanted him to throw up his like street name on there, you know, like <laughs> like Lil Squeeze or something. <laughs> A little Squeezy was here. Yeah, like I, I don't want to see all that. So I try to shrug the situation off because I didn't want to freak myself out. I'm an overthinker. I have anxiety. But the next time I look up at the advertisement, he had written something different. This time he's written, make sure you check behind you on your way home. That's sound advice. But then he turned around and he looked at me again and gave me that weird smile. At this point, I, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I, I tend to do that anyway, and this is really weird. And I'm still semi-drunk, by the way. Obviously. She should have went with her friends and stayed at the grandparents' house. Right. Is what she should have done. So I'm not actually sure this is a woman. It hasn't been specific. Okay, well, I'm, I'm imagining that it is. Okay. So. Uh, so I get up. I don't want to be anywhere near this guy. Move to the opposite end of the car. My station was next, so I thought that I was just dealing with some crazy person and that I'd be fine. It's New York City. As I exit the train, the man exits as well. Here's where I really felt like I was in danger. He starts following me with a blank face, no smile. 
no making sure that I was paying attention to what he was doing. He's just blank-faced. I began briskly walking through my silent neighborhood. No one was out. It was 3 a.m. The man trailed behind me with his backpack my entire way home, and I made sure to double lock my doors once I got inside. I didn't tell my mom because I knew she would have had 10 times the panic attack that I did. I don't say anything, lock the doors, get back up to my room, everyone's asleep, peer out the window. There's the man. He's just staring real blankly right in front of my front door. He stood there for about five minutes before just leaving, trailing off. I have no idea what he wanted from me or why he followed me off the train. To this day, I still make myself believe that he was just a deranged person, some sort of mental illness, and that he didn't have any sinister intentions. Nah, he is a rookie rapist who has never followed through yet, and he thought maybe that was the night. Maybe that was the time. You think so? And he just couldn't quite get the courage to to follow through. And he left. It's difficult to say. I think that's what happened. I think he was a, a, a future rapist in, in the making. Okay. Well, next up, another firsthand experience but a little different this time. So this happened several years ago, and I'm curious about what you guys think. The guy I was with at the time was really dismissive about it, but I feel really certain this well could have been a really bad situation had he and I not been there. So we're at a subway. We're finishing up our meal at a table near the door. Oh, there are are subway subway restaurants? Subway restaurant. (laughs) Because there are tube-shaped sandwiches. Okay. And... Subway is named after the tube. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Also, the shops are tube-shaped. They're really narrow and long. Not all of them. A lot of them are. Some of them are short and fat. (laughs) (laughs) So we were at a subway finishing up our meal at a table near the door. We're the only ones there except for two petite little women working the counter This man walks in, and there wasn't anything super distinctive about the way he looked. He had slicked back hair, clean white t-shirt tucked into his jeans, but I immediately got this awful feeling about him. I don't know if it was maybe like how he carried himself or the way he was kind of like looking around, but as soon as he came in, there were just sirens blaring in my head. He looked back at my boyfriend and I, a little strange, and when he walked to the counter, he was angling himself Just weird, like he was trying to keep an eye on us. Okay. He may have been waiting for us to leave. That was kind of the vibe I got off that. From behind me, I could see that this guy had an enormous pair of garden shears in his back pocket. What? Is he going to rob the subway with garden shears? I don't know. (laughs) So. I mean, look, it's fine. I worked at Subway. If someone would have pulled out like a pair of pliers, I'm like, give me all your money. I'm like, yep. Okay. Like you can have it all, bro. I get to go home now. (laughs) Close up shop for sure, dude. He's got this shears in his back pocket. 
And he's looking at the girls who are working really strangely, looking around at the ceiling at all the cameras and stuff. He just he was shifty. He, you know, same same deal, looking up at the cameras and peering into the back of the shop. I'm assuming that was to see if anyone else was in the store. I just had, like I said, I had this awful feeling in my gut. He was just acting so strange. And then the shears. So (laughs) I told my boyfriend via text, we're not leaving until he does. I had 911 ready to call on my phone if he did anything. I would have texted her back, don't be a hero. <laughs> and we would have left that restaurant. Let's let the, these employees earn their paycheck. Let's let them earn their their two days off of fucking bereavement or stress. I don't know what the fuck. Well, no. What if he was going to, like, kill them or something? That's the, that's the risk you run. Anyway. You're going to kill anyone with garden shears. I digress. Let's move on. So... He took a long time before he ordered, and then even after that, he didn't eat. He just hung around he, for like a solid minute. No eating. He didn't even sit down. He just kind of stood there. He's just standing there. <laughs> Menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the sandwich bag in his hand. He's not doing shit. He's just standing there. Again, I really think he was waiting for my boyfriend and I to leave, and when we didn't, as soon as he wanted, he just, he looked irritated and he went out to his car. I wanted to wait a little bit longer and watch him. I wanted him to leave the parking lot. And, you know, sure enough, he's just going in slow circles around there, still waiting for us to leave the shop. So he was determined, like, this subway this was is the, the subway. This is the subway. <laughs> okay. We waited a decent while. Finally, he gave up. He left the premises. And I've just always wondered what that guy had in mind. I'm convinced it was going to be something horrible to those girls. I don't know. I don't know, man. It's pretty clear he was at least going to empty the cash register. For sure. That was going to happen. For sure. But But I get that. You could have left and then just watched from the outside, you know? I know. But I mean, if you're just not wanting anybody to get hurt. Or just. Not wanting anything anything terrible to even get started. Or just tell your boyfriend then. Hey, Sit tight. I'm going to go outside and just call the cops. Hey, there's a dude creepily standing in Subway with garden shears in his pocket. I don't think that's like call cop worthy. Why not? Cop call worthy. Why not? You don't call 911. There's a man here. No, you don't call 911. You call the police station and tell them and they'll send in whoever the fuck. If they're not doing shit, they're not going to guarantee that they're going to get there in three minutes or whatever. Sure. But they'll send someone over. Check on those girls. Why not? It doesn't uh, hurt. I don't know. I probably would have done the same. And then you get to get the fuck out of that subway. Why? Who wants to be in subway for that long? I, I doubt they would want to be robbed. Jessica, I would have loved to be robbed when I was a subway. Okay. Well, what if the worst happened? Okay. What? This girl and her boyfriend leaves and that guy's like, hey, <laughs> with the mm. shears. Dude, can you imagine? Give me all your money and turn around. You died in your highest, your biggest accomplishment was being a sandwich artist. <laughs> Dude, that would suck that's so the, bad. That's the impression you Never leave mind, on the world. I'll stay now. <laughs> I'll stay so that their obituary doesn't say <laughs> sandwich artist on it. Yeah. All right, so I got one left, and it's the story of YouTubers Gavin Free and Meg Turney. Did you ever hear about that? Nope. Okay. It was fairly recently, it was 2018. So Christopher Giles was a fan of Megan Turney's videos. And he 
broke into her home that she shared with Gavin Free at the time at about 3.40 a.m. on January 26, 2018. Gavin Free sounds familiar. Was he one of those dudes that was like famous on Vine first? No. He, no? He's one of the slow-mo guys. Oh, maybe. His name sounds familiar. Yeah. Her name doesn't. No, she... She's on. She's been on YouTube for a while. She's got a decent following. She's super cute. She does cosplay and stuff like that and plays video games, all that. Um, but anyway, Christopher Giles thought she was more than just super cute. And he wanted her for himself, it would seem. Because mm-hmm. so, she was wife material. Apparently. And only he was suitable. That, is, that seems to be his conclusion. Yeah. But we'll get there, so... Gavin Free did an interview with um, Andrew Padilla. Have you heard of him? No. He's got a little like talk show style podcast that he does. He talks to a lot of different people. Like Joe Rogan, but edited. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, he did an interview with Andrew Padilla about a couple of years ago. And he said they had security footage of this guy, Christopher Giles, um, trying to get into their house quietly for a while before eventually he said fuck it took out a gun he fired at their back door window um this was the shot that woke up gavin and meg in their bed wait who who shot christopher giles he shot into the house the crazy fan yeah showed up at showed up at the house at 3:40 in the morning and they didn't know, but he, they checked their cameras later on. He had wandered around the house trying to find a quiet way in, couldn't find one, and then just balls to the wall, decided to fire a shot into their window to break it open. Bro, it would have been quieter just to smack the window with your gun. I, he, he was done. He was tired oh of waiting. Oh my God. That was definitely going to break the glass. He didn't want to try anything else. Okay. Okay. That was his choice. <laughs> so choice made. He's in the house now. Follow, I was going to say, follow through and get in that house. <laughs> <laughs> so he fires at their back door window and obviously they wake up to that. Yeah. But rather than go look through the house to see what happened, they checked their security footage because they had security cameras inside the house. Okay. So they take a look. They see Giles wandering around their house with a gun, um, not stealing anything, but looking for them. So. Oof. Yeah. Gavin says he had a feeling right away that uh, this guy was there to hurt somebody. Didn't seem like a robbery. So he and Megan, they hide in their closet. Gavin says his thought was that the closet had a lot of clothes in it, so it would be somewhat soundproofed in the meantime, and that eventually, when this guy comes into their room, that he could get the upper hand and surprise him. And um, he was thinking at that time of what was in the room that he could use to beat him to death with if the gun went flying. But Christopher seemed to conclude that nobody was home and just left without checking the the closet they were in or maybe even the room. I don't know. Okay. He leaves. Gavin and Megan had already called 911 yeah. from the place they were hiding. So the cops happened to show up just as he's pulling his car out of their driveway. He pulled his car into their driveway. Yeah. Oh my God. Like of all the dumb decisions he's already made, that was the stupidest. Like what the fuck are you doing? So the cops block him in. They order him to show his hands, get out of the car slowly. They hear a shot come from inside the car, and they start firing. 
Oh. So now there's like just a a gunfight going on outside. There was a firefight. <laughs> now, eventually, once things calmed down, they realized he shot the himself. shot hadn't been fired out the car. It had been aimed at himself. So they check out the car and he has successfully committed suicide. He's dead. Well, and he has probably like 11 extra holes in him. <laughs> now, now he does. <laughs> so police found out that Christopher Giles had driven 11 hours from Albuquerque, New Mexico to Austin, Texas. Mm. Just to find Gavin. Okay. He'd been stalking spots that he thought Gavin might show up at that entire day before deciding to wait until nighttime and break into the house. So he was going to kill Gavin so that he could have Megan? Because she'd be like, oh, you are clearly an apex male. Was, I must have you. She was like, <laughs> like only a str- I only marry the strongest. And if you were able to kill my husband, You've- that means you are the strongest. <laughs> You've defeated my mate. Or maybe he just watched like that fucking Vin Diesel movie. Like you keep what you kill or whatever. Oh, and uh, so he was the Chronicles like, of Riddick. Yeah. And he was like, oh, dope. Carl Urban. But then awesome. but he, he killed Gavin. So he gets to keep Gavin. No, he gets to keep Gavin's wife. Girlfriend. Oh, they weren't married? No. Oh, logic doesn't apply then. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. Yeah, now there's no logic. Run that back. <laughs> so they found out all about all this stuff about his obsession, and the police report stated that Giles was obviously an avid video game uh, enthusiast. He was known for watching YouTube videos, especially Megan's. She was also on Twitch. He probably watched her stream. Okay. And he developed a fondness for Megan as well as a simultaneous resentment for Gavin, her boyfriend. Right. Uh, so they searched his phone and they found over 1,000 notes inside it that were just about Gavin and Megan. Okay. One of them stating, quote, I want Gavin free to die alone with no children. Okay. I mean, that's pretty cut and dry right there. Yeah. Nice. So, I mean, that's it. <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> Jesus. Luckily, they came out of it okay. I mean, that's not a fun experience, but they're alive. Um, And he was just this crazed fan, you know? So what are yeah. we going to do when we get ours is what I'm asking. Oh, I'll tell them right now. <laughs> fan, when you're listening to this and you're like, gosh, I just I just love Jake so much. I just want to break into his house and like wear his face, you know? I get it. I get it. I do. But if you break into my house, you will be shot by four different types of guns, possibly. More likely it'll be just one, but multiple times. <laughs> so I'm just saying. There's a reason we moved to Texas. Like, oh, oh no. I need to look for something I could possibly beat this guy to death with. Come on. That's not happening. Well, anyway. I got a 357 right next to the bed. I'm ready. Don't tell them where you have the guns. That's just one. I have five others. I'm ready to go. Don't tell them how many. I have more than five. (laughs) (laughs) Every wall has a gun safe in it. Boom. Oh, I do want one of those. uh, They make a gun safe that looks like an alarm clock. It, I mean, well, it is, it is actually an alarm, an alarm clock as well. Oh, that's nice. But like, it's cool because it just looks like one of those like weird things that you like, 
you like put your phone on, it charges your phone and your Apple watch and whatever. And it's like a oh, lamp cool. and it's all the stuff. So like, it looks like it's just like one of those little tech boxes, but it's got like a little secret shit that you like, you Is know, that you entering yeah. in the password. I got it wrong. So I do it again. <laughs> and then boom, the whole thing slides open, ready to go. Nice. Yeah. Nice. What would you do? Someone breaks into your house because they want to wear Terry's face so that they can make love to you <laughs> as, as your husband. <laughs> oh my God. Why did you even say that? That was so dark. <laughs> it, felt, it felt so natural coming out. And then I heard my own words. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Um, I mean, well, what do you do? Listen, I, I know you guys have, you know, seen the writing on the wall. I mean, this is Terry's iPad. Terry's, uh, you know, typical conservative. So you're going to rely on your man to handle things, Jessica? No. You're not going to defend yourself? No, no, it's not that. It's that he's insisted that. I I'm I've been trained with every gun in the house. So, and I mean, I won't say how many are, there are, but there's a lot. Okay. And I had to know how <laughs> there aren't five. <laughs> you have five. I mean, more than more than five <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no, I mean, Terry made sure I I've had to fire every single one of them and load and unload and safety on and off all that stuff. So you come here. I I don't want to shoot you. Just don't you, come here. You gonna get got. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> ah, but in the spirit of all of that, if you decide you want to send us a little gift or something, you know, maybe a sweet little letter, a handwritten one. Ooh, or like a love sock. What's that? Sock that you make love to. You put your penis in it, mm -hmm. and you fill it with your sneeze. Yeah. Okay. You bust all up in it. Yeah. I they don't, can send I it. I don't want that. They can send it because we can just say no. <laughs> yes, actually. It's awesome. <laughs> so we have a PO box. You can send all that stuff to it. The address is kind of long and convoluted, but it is available for you on our website at the very bottom of the page and you can send whatever you'd like there. That's right. <clears throat> well, uh, oh shit. We still have one more wheel spin. Oh, we do. I'll do it. Okay. Oh. I thought that was really good. Okay. Well. Strong. Spin. We have Fuck, Mary Kill YouTube edition. So okay. I'm going to, I'm going to give I... you, I'm going to give you three first. Okay. Um, I feel like you're going to, not going to know of any YouTubers. I yeah, give of course you. I do. I know YouTubers. So how about, how about this? Gavin free. <laughs> right. Okay. That, that's a YouTuber. Sure. Um, PewDiePie? All right. PewDiePie? Mm -hmm. He YouTubes? Yeah. He's like the YouTuber, actually. Mm -hmm. He tubes. Um, and Jack Black. Oh, he does have a YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, okay. he YouTubes. All right. So, fuck, Mary kill, Gavin Free, PewDiePie, Jack Black. Hmm. I'm going to kill PewDiePie. Oh, man. It's not because I don't like him. It's just because I have to kill someone. You have to kill someone. I just have to. So I'm going to kill him. Uh, I'm going to. 
have one passionate romantic slow but then not slow night with Jack Black. <gasps> You're not going to marry Jack Black? No, I'm going to marry Gavin. Wow. I want to see what that slow-mo cam does. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? I actually, I have no idea. Um. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, Jack Black has a huge pinball collection, so... That's reason enough to marry Dang. him. So you missed out. Well, I'm giving you three YouTubers yeah, yeah. now. No, I'm telling you that you've, you're wrong. But please, give me three. Does that mean I could give you dudes? Um, I feel like you won't know any of the ladies I say. Jessica, I just told you all the YouTubers I know. You know about Markiplier. Who? Markiplier. Nope. You know about PewDiePie, but not Markiplier? I mean, everyone knows PewDiePie. He's like I said, he's the he's like the the first YouTuber. He's like the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, shit. You well, you don't even know Gavin Free. You just nope. know he's a slow mo guy. Yep. I just I just know that his name sounds somewhat familiar. Let me see if I can find you. I want to do this right now. Yeah, just Google them real quick. Just Google it. Just just Google it. All right. All right. So we've got bachelor number one, Markiplier. Okay. Images. We're going to open a new tab. Bachelor number two. Excuse me. Jacksepticeye. These are all YouTubers my children adore. And bachelor number three. Bachelor. No, it's fine. Just two, three dudes. I'll fuck Mary Kill three dudes. Why not? I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Bachelor number three. Mr. Beast. Oh, that sounds familiar. <clears throat> All of these young white gentlemen are wildly wealthy. Uh, and I'm incredibly jealous. So that sounds familiar. Mr. Beast sounds familiar. See the one that gives away money willy-nilly? A lot of money because he makes a ton of it. Same with this guy. This is Markiplier right here. Oh, I do know his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Big ol' chin. Okay. Here we have Jacksepticeye. He's Irish. Heavy Irish accent. How heavy? It's thick. And what does he do? Same thing. Like is he comedy? Is he video gaming? What's he? It's gaming and comedy, similar okay. to Markiplier. In fact, they collaborate very often. And here we have Mr. Beast. Yeah. Who's rolling in the dough. Actually, all three of them are, but I believe he is the richest. I believe he is the richest. Not um, sure. Okay. Well, easy. So we're we're doing fuck, marry, kill. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. Uh, I will fuck a uh, Irish guy. Okay, don't want to kill him. Don't want to marry him. Sure. So, just yeah. fuck him. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to marry uh, Mark. Markiplier. Markiplier. Really? Uh, I think he's hilarious. Do you? I do. I do. I think I think we'd have good laughs, you know, in our marriage. I think it'd be a solid marriage. We'd get at least 12 years. Um, and Mr. Beast, it would, uh, I'd kill him. Any particular reason? Um, I think his videos are really annoying. Like he gives, he gives away a lot of money. I know he does a lot of charity work and blah, 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 blah. Um, but you know what? When, uh, why do I, I just don't, I just don't like him, you know? 
I've seen his videos. Okay. I feel like you're making all these like poor people like compete, <laughs> like in fucking what was that Korean show? Oh, um, uh, Squid the, Game. I was gonna say, I was yeah, like, the Hunger like, Games one. Like, but I'm, not. I'm waiting for Mr. Beast to have his own like Squid Game. You know? No, he's on the verge. Like, kill for my money. He, you know, yeah. he. And I'm just gonna he end straddles that now. the line. I'm gonna end that now. I'm gonna kill him. Gone. You think he's gonna turn into a supervillain? I think so. Or if he isn't already. If he isn't already. He's probably got some secret island somewhere okay. where he's producing these squid games. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So run that by me one more time. You are. Uh, I, I'm fucking. Um, you're. Uh, the septic. You're bending Jack septic eye over. Probably. Probably. He had. He had a shaved he's, head. He's, he's an Irishman. He. Did, He's he had dyed hair. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking it. Um, me and Mark, I feel like it'd probably be like, we'd be flipping back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Mr. Beast doesn't matter cause he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, but also he's so rich. I'd bend over all the time. Like if that were to happen. Sure. Like I'd bend over. Constantly I'd be, like, be, you know, doting on you, buying you nice things. Yeah. You know, I, I would want for nothing mm -hmm. except for him to come quick, you know? Sure. <laughs> 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 oh all okay. right well if you liked what you heard please like rate, subscribe and share this podcast you can share this podcast with anyone who wants to i don't know uh fuck mr beast maybe they think he's really sexy maybe they just want his money i don't know i bet you there are a lot of ladies who do mm -hmm. anyone, same with all of those super rich youtubers pewdiepie included of course uh maybe you can share this podcast with anyone who takes the tube or who you meet on the tube mm -hmm. you know maybe maybe you're tubing from Buckinshire to Birmingham Fire Hill. I don't know. Tube sock wearers. Tube sock users. Oh, more important. Right? Um, go ahead and visit our website at threeshotsin.com. There, I super encourage you to join our email list. That is how we can keep you up to date in case, you know, there are a, some mishaps, perhaps. Perhaps a mishap or two where we have to make um, a new social media account or something for some reason, uh, probably a bullshit one that we definitely weren't at fault for. Yeah. That's happened only once, mm -hmm. um, but it may happen a second time. So join that email list. We can keep you up to date. We can also let you know ahead of time when we aren't going to be able to record an episode just like last week where we weren't able to record. We did make an announcement about it, not on social media, but through our email list. So go ahead and join that and um, have a look at our links there. That's true. We have some sexy links. So one of them, obviously PayPal, you know, single time donation. You just toss us a 20, toss mm -hmm. us a 50. I don't care. Yeah. You that's your, do. that's your no commitment, no strings attached one night stand button. Boom. Send it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's also our Patreon button and that takes you to our Patreon page where you'll find all sorts of lucrative beautiful things. Oh yeah. We get real close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to give you some behind the scenes things. You know, you know, we can't, we can't put everything into the episode. We got to cut some things. That's true. And those cuts will end up on Patreon. Right. Unless they're like really bad, in which case they're just deleted. They're gone. Yeah. And they never happened. Never. Except for that one time when we did have to make a new social media account because yeah. of something. It was Jess. No, it wasn't. It was a mutual thing. I don't think so. It was. Nah, I don't think so. Anyway, 
Um, we also have our super secret patron only podcast, Three Shot Cinema. Um, fuck, we really got to watch We're Evil Dead We're behind on that one. We wanted to go so see Evil Dead Rise. we got to set that up. Let's set that up uh, tomorrow. We'll set it up because I know dad wanted to watch it with us. Are you sure you still want to go to the theater? Because it's available for rent now. Oh, perfect. I'd love to do that instead. Yeah, let's do that. Love to do that instead. I don't want to watch this bitch in a the theater. I want to be able to pause that bitch and I want to walk away from the TV. You need to take little breaks. Just like a little potty break probably <laughs> or something, you know? Ooh, I got a tinkle. Like, oh, I'm going to go pee and then I go in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Sob I it out. bet you it's not that bad. It's probably disgusting. Effects have only gotten better since then. That's true. I don't want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Mm. I really liked the Evil Dead reboot. Was it 2016? I think so. No, earlier than that. I avoided it for 10 years. It was 2012, 2013, something like that. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Mm -mm. And we are going to give you the uh, exclusive not review on it because there will be there's already a ton of those but the exclusive jake and jess review that's the true. exclusive three shot cinema review that's true we do put our own little little twist to reviews we make them actually entertaining mm -hmm. yeah this horror movie review stuff it's really working out for us because it just so happens a bunch of the people on our patreon right now are not horror movie enthusiasts but i mean they're patrons so they really like us and they get to vicariously watch the horror movies without any of the spooks. Uh-huh. Not even a single spook. Yeah. Yeah. They really enjoy it. Yeah. It's really nice. And you would too. Uh, you'll also find links, um, probably like right now, uh, to our sponsors. We do have two great sponsors. Um, one, I forget the name of. Poor Sorry. More. Yes. You'll find a link to that on our website. Essentially, it's an awesome liquor subscription service. They'll give you bottles that you would never usually purchase yourself, but they're awesome and amazing and delicious. And they're delivered to your door every month, three months, six months, whatever you want. The um, other link is for Party Patch. Love it. Party Patch, we actually tried here on the podcast. I believe we announced on the recording that we were using it. It worked great. So, and we, we specifically chose that night to get shmammered. And I felt fantastic the next morning. I literally haven't felt better. I've thought about it. Like, what if I just like wear one of those like every day? Cause like maybe <laughs> I'll wake up feeling better, like full of vitamins <laughs> and shit. Um, I just, I just said, nah, better not, better not. <laughs> I just don't think I have the patience to <laughs> well, slap a party patch on, but I will, if I'm going to drink, actually right. we were going to use them at the wedding, like the night before the wedding, we got shammered party patches. Yep. Solved everyone's problem. It's Not a, a single idea. person had a hangover. Check those and we out. And we had motherfuckers throwing up in sinks. We the had bride. Motherfucker, the bride was throwing up. It was a wild time. Mm -hmm. Party Patch saved the day. So thanks, Party Patch. Check them out. And we'll see you guys next week. Topic is? Gonna be a surprise because I didn't write it down. <laughs> let's just decide it right now on the spot. Farm. Let's Let's choose something that dad hates and then make him talk about it. There's a lot of jokes to make right now. No, no, not sexual stuff. That's not what I'm talking no, about. We're going to take a break on those. It wasn't sexual. Crocodiles. No, he doesn't like those, though. No, I know. Planes. He hates them. They freak him out. Flying. No, you know, you can't let's do... just say fear. Fear? Keep it simple. Fear factor. No. With Joe Rogan. Mm-mm. Fear. I'm going to write that down, Jessica. I'm going to write down fear. 
And we're going to go from there. Next topic is fear. Wow. Wow. Wait for next week. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a good night or day. I don't really care. Bye. Bye.